to the Ad Hero Podcast. My name is Gino Giovanni. And I'm Matthew Libieri. And today on the Ad Hero Podcast, we're doing a quick hitter episode in light of some major news coming out of the world of the Mouse House, a.k.a. Disney. We'll be diving into the cautionary tale of businesses that have veered away from their core audience and trusted products only to fall short of prior success. Join us as we dissect Disney CEO Bob Iger's recent remarks about the uncertain future of linear TV assets and lessons we can all learn from companies who attempted to appeal to new markets. Stay tuned for expert insights and real-life examples to understand the consequences of strain from your core audience. Let's uncover the secrets of sustaining growth and success together in today's ever-changing market. All right, let's do it. This story is coming out of Variety. And in summary, in Hollywood, Disney CEO Bob Iger's recent remarks about the uncertain future of linear TV assets have sparked chaos and speculation. Analysis are uncertain about his intentions, whether it's a complete disposal or a linear business or only certain cable networks. Disney employees are concerned about the future and the need to adapt to changing distribution models while con contrib continuing to create compelling content. As rumors swirl about potential buyers, Iger's focus on cost-cutting and streaming further adds to the intrigue leaving industry insiders wondering about the fate of Disney's linear business. Matthew. So after Disney biggest success in 2019 and during the lockdowns from the pandemic, Disney's tried a lot of new ideas to expand their audience appease others and keep their current audience hooked onto Disney plus, which was a success outside the gate. But tell me why Disney made a horrible marketing decision with expansion across their IP. Well, if I'm understanding the story correctly, um, The previous CEO, Bob Chapek, tried to um, move too quick on all these different projects. And he greenlit like a lot of different projects. And that kind of rushed the content. So now Bob Iger is like stepping back in to the fold and he's kind of like pumping the brakes on everything. Is that your understanding of it, Gino? Uh, yeah, that's a that's a huge like s summary. Uh, well, not huge, but I mean that's a good summary of it. Um, like you know, there was the the pump out of like all these Marvel shows. There was a pump out of all these Star Wars shows. Um, just like you said, greenlit a bunch of movies. Um, a lot of people are are noticing that there's all these remakes, but turn into live action. The latest one being Little Mermaid and then upcoming one of uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. You know, there was also things of capturing new audiences 
and trying to expand on like the social justice tip with being more inclusive, uh, going on with, with hmm. more audiences, um, you know, expanding beyond if Disney's all about families, then expanding beyond family. One can even argue as Marvel fans, uh, taking the content that was on Netflix and, and no one really brings this up, but I, I like to bring this up. Uh, taking the conflicts out on Netflix that was really R-rated and putting it on Disney+. Plus. But the funny mm. thing was, I remember you had to have a password in order to get into specific content like that. However, anyone could see the password right there on the screen. <laughs> um, and then, of course, there was fighting with uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, as far as with the um, Disney World and all the things that were going on there. So there was just a plethora of things going on that I think turned hmm. off a lot of audiences. And now we see the backlash of their movies not profiting as big as they used to. Although, to be fair, most movies don't profit as, as much as they used to. Not a lot of people going to their theme parks as much as they used to. So we're seeing like this. Oh, and then of course the streaming services, uh, which a lot of streaming services are are failing. But Disney Plus, which was a banger in in uh, its initial uh, uh, out the gate, now it's lost a ton of subscribers. So hmm. I guess the 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 you know going back to our topic here, like you know, is it smart? Well, obviously it wasn't really smart because we see the backlash of it. But the um, companies pivoting and trying to be so inclusive, trying to expand their product, just trying to steer away from what really works, kind of like how Bud Light did as well. I guess what I'm like, I'm trying to piece it together in my head here, like kind of like in real time. Yes. But I feel, but I feel that like, you know, they the cautionary tale for anybody listening to this episode is, you know, you got to do your homework. You got to know who your core audience is, even if it's a small niche audience and you got to stay laser focused on that niche audience. Maybe, you know, under the Bob Chapek regime, they were like thinking like, hey, you know, we already we already got the families coming here to the theme parks and on Disney Plus. So let's. You know, let's try to go get, you know, more people from like these other factions, these other groups to spend money with Disney. But if that if those other groups, you know, represent a very small piece of your overall pie, then you have to really think about like, what is the cost of going after that group? Because like if, if you turn off the the. As, as we like to say here in the business, the, the, the bread and butter of the business, you like to, if you, uh, if you turn off the people who are buttering your toast, you know, your main audience, cause you're trying to appease like a very small slice of the pie. That's, that's going to be troublesome for your business. That's going to spell disaster. And I think that's kind of what you saw under the Bob Chapek regime is, as you said, you know, 
you know, kind of trying to, you know, rush all these films, add all these different assets and properties, bring shows from Netflix over to Disney Plus, um, appease all these different groups, uh, start having political battles. I mean, when did you ever hear Disney having political battles? Like, why, why are they even like getting involved in all that? It's just such a nasty, nasty thing to be a part of. Right. Like you shouldn't, you know, don't, don't uh, just don't mess with it. Right. Don't associate your name with any of that nonsense. Um, that got a lot of people, you know, perturbed. That got a lot of people upset. So, and I think other brands, like you mentioned, Bud Light, other ones, you know, you're, you're seeing it where, you know, it's, uh, we've kind of mentioned this before on the, on the ad hero podcast where like, right. you don't really know who your core audience is. So you, you just kind of throw stuff out there to see what sticks, but you gotta be really careful and quality of content matters versus quantity of content. That's another misconception is let's just rush, 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 just get tons of content out there. Like, unless you're very good at producing quality content quickly over and over and over again, you should not be doing that. And even Disney with all their money and all their power, they're not good at producing lots of content. Like you're seeing it in all, all these movies and all these shows, like even fans of the MCU are like, slow down. We don't need all these characters to have a show and all yeah. these movies to be like rushed out. Like, I mean, you asked me the question last time, like, am I excited for the movie Craven? I'm not really that excited. I mean, I've seen the preview. It looks okay. But he wasn't like a main character I cared about in the comic book series, right? Until he started battling Spider-Man. Now, maybe, maybe like in the next Spider-Man, you know, franchise film, this this Craven will like interact with, like maybe there'll be a fight between that Craven and Spider-Man. Then, then, then that kind of becomes somewhat interesting because you're kind of like, oh, cool. Like that was the, but I mean, I got to be honest, like, the Black Widow movie was okay. I mean, I did like it. I did like it, but it wasn't game changing. Like, I didn't really care too much to see the Black Widow's backstory. Uh, what I got from the Black Widow in Avengers and 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 all that was good enough for me. Right. Right. So, you know, I don't know. That's just kind of my opinion on the whole deal. I think Bob Iger is now trying to like, like, kind of like. Uh, funny enough, like we have a we have a friend where you know their their famous bo- uh, motion that they like to do is this. <laughs> if you're watching the if you're watching the YouTube video, right? It's like, hey. and I think Bob Iger if you're, uh, is kind of doing that right now. He's kind of putting his hands up and he's kind of saying, "Hey, hey, we got this, we got this." And how we're gonna how we're gonna you know corral and get everything back in order is we're gonna take some of these film projects off off the off the schedule we're not going to pursue them and some of these assets like you know I, I don't know what all the different linear channels are but they have lots you know they they oversee espn they oversee i think right. discovery channel if i'm not mistaken yeah, right. like there's a lot of assets that they own and so well, maybe maybe they'll geo. sell nat geo thank you maybe they'll sell that property maybe they'll sell espn who knows yeah. um that's what I hear like he's saying. So moral of the story, guys, this was designed just to be a quick episode because this was major remarks from one of the most powerful companies in the world, a very well-known brand, very loved brand. 
But, you know, even even someone their size can get tripped up and caught up in the hoopla of like trying to appease and be something for everybody. So moral of the story of this quick hitter episode is don't try to be something for everybody. Stay in your lane. Stay focused on your core audience that's buttering your toast, that's bringing in the most amount of money for your business. And if you do want to test a new market, if you do want to try testing, going after somebody new, make sure you do it in a way that it's very isolated in a sense of like, it's like almost like a focus group. Like, okay, we're going to try to put this asset out there, or this property or this piece of content, and we're going to really measure the feedback we get from people about it. So like, try to like, try to like encapsulate it. So it doesn't just, just take over your whole business and decimate your fan base and your customer base. That's, That's my thoughts. Gino, point. what do you think? That's a great point. Like isolate. Um, there, there was always talk, at least among fans, like if we're talking Disney plus here where they were, there was always talk with the, the, the Marvel shows from ABC and Netflix coming over onto Disney plus and lots of fans who speculate all the time uh, all over YouTube you know, had great ideas and they were just like, well, instead of putting on Disney plus, cause it, it doesn't make sense. Why don't you just designate it to FX, which is another one of their um, assets or Hulu for that matter, because that can go towards a audience that is adult. Uh, you can curse, have all this stuff on it. Right. And so if you, if you're going to take a product, uh, you know, I think you just hit it on the head and I don't know if, if you meant to, but this is great. Uh, if you, if you, if you're going to expand a product, then maybe isolate another lanes for, for a particular audience is what I, I would think the solution would be. And of course you want to do your testing and all that as, as well, because, uh, well, if it's not going to work, then why have it? Right. <laughs> Agreed. All right. Totally agreed. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. So that's a wrap for this episode of the Ad Hill Podcast. Quick hitter. My name is Matthew Livieri. And I'm Gino Giovanni. 